If you're planning on launching a new course, a new product, a new service, then today's episode is for you because we are going to be diving in on all things launches with Roberta West. So stick around. This episode is brought to you by Video Marketing for Creators, my very own course where I show you how to put together a plan and a strategy that will help you share your message and give you the confidence you need to show up on video and press record. Visit focusandbloomstudios.com, learn video to get started. That's focusandbloomstudios.com slash learn video. Hola creators, I'm Jessenia Bocaneira, founder of Focus and Bloom Studios. I'm a photographer turned marketing strategist who took a leap of faith, moved over 3,000 miles away from home with one camera and one heavy suitcase filled with dreams. If you're a creative soul and dream maker, this podcast is for you. Here I share actionable tips and tactics on marketing, business, and mindset to help you grow and up-level your business with purpose and lots of joy, one action item at a time. Get comfortable and let's get started. This is the Focus and Bloom Podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Desenia and welcome to another episode of the Focus and Bloom Podcast where we bring you inspiring conversations, tips and tactics to help you grow and up-level your business one action item at a time with purpose and joy. Speaking of action items, today we're going to be talking about launches and no other with Roberta West, who is a launch and funnel planner. Roberta, welcome to the Focus and Bloom podcast. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk more about launches. <laughs> Yay! All day, every day. <laughs> love it. Love it. Okay. So, Roberta, before we dive into launching, can you tell us a little bit about you and what you do and how you got started as a launch and funnel planner? Yeah, absolutely. It was as most stories, I guess, it was totally by accident, right? A few years back, I had a corporate job and a small <laughs> kid at home, and I opened a design and brand styling business, and I had so very little time, right? So I started creating those mini courses or, you know, workshops to kind of help me get my clients ready for our photo shoots and branding uh projects as well as like when I had a shop, a lot of people asked me how to do it and I didn't have the time to really put together any more service. I didn't have any more hours to give. So out of necessity, I kind of started creating courses back when courses were not that <laughs> that <laughs> that mainstream. And when it came time to pick one or another and go full time into my business, I really decided to plant to to merge, you know, what I did on my corporate career as a launch planner, you know, for for big corporations together with this, you know, love for courses and digital launches that I had developed through my own business. So last November, I just merged those two lifestyles into what is now Roberto West and uh, the launch kits co like the whole line i think i'm i'm expanding into a whole line of products for launch planning <laughs> That is amazing. And let me just say as a testimonial, I took one of your launch courses and it's great. So I'm I highly so recommend happy it. <laughs> you know, it's the, best, the best feedback is always like Always you're proud of what you create. Obviously, like you want to, you know, make a, a, a great sales page. You want to, you want to have, 
you know, a great experience. But when people really say that they learned it and they loved it and they go back in and they are always kind of going back and, and, and retaking it, I think is the best compliment. And to me too, like we were talking just before, one of the main promises of launch plan in a day, right? The, the course you took is really about making it easy and making it fast, right? It's not something that you take six months to learn because launch planning is it's not the end goal, right? Like nobody, other than me, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's goal is to plan a launch, right? You're launching something. So I try to make it as fast and, and, and easy as possible. So you guys can all focus on your zone of genius and your, you know, in launching your course and getting more people into your own courses. I was very excited to hear that you like it. <laughs> Yay. Absolutely. And okay. So let's, let's launch, let's, let's launch into launchings or launches. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So there are so many things we can talk about when it comes to launches, but let's start with how do we really determine the product or the service that we're about that is best for us for our business to launch? Yeah, I really love this question because there is no right answer, right? When I think we get stuck on this decision quite a bit, and I've done it so many times because we believe there is a right thing to launch and a wrong thing to launch, right? When in fact, launching something new, a service or even a freebie, an opt-in, like that's a launch, right? For someone that never done anything, this is a launch on its own. And launching is part of this journey to find the perfect offer to find the one thing that helps people makes us money. And we also love doing it. So it's a journey into it. Now, that said, <laughs> I think there are some questions that can guide and help you answer and figure it out the next thing that you should launch, right? So first, I like to think about the time commitment, right? We always like to think that we have unlimited time and resources when in fact we don't. Even if you're working full time, you still have to manage how much time you have to commit to it. So when people say, oh, should I launch this one thing that is kind of a quick cash injection, but there's no future to it. I'm like, there is no such a thing. <laughs> yeah, no. Everything that you put that you create to launch is going to take you like my rule of thumb is about a hundred hours of work to create, to market, to sell, to support your students, you know, to go back and revisit. So there is no quick thing that you can put together. I mean, unless you have a huge audience and you can, you know, you can Jenna Kutcher your way into launching. <laughs> and a big team. <laughs> yeah, I, unless you were there. And by all means, forget about what I just said. <laughs> um, the second thing I like to think to guide is like, does it align to your long-term goals? And it goes with the first mm. question. Right. Like if you're putting that much effort, does it further you down? Like, does it help get you more clients? Does it help, you know, save you time in repeating the same things over and over again? You know, how does that play into your long term goals? And honestly, like the question you must answer at all times is like, can I actually do it right now? Right. Like, is this the right time for this offer? So sometimes, you know, we like to look at our goals and it's like, I would love to launch this massive, super amazing production 
course with 15 modules all recorded by a professional videographer you know like as creatives i guess we all have that dream that our you know our course needs to be this amazingly produced like state-of-the-art you know experience for people but can you actually do it right now? Like, do you have the time, money? Do you know enough about your audience, right? So if the answer is no, just move to the next idea, pick the next one that you can actually do it and move along. Before you know it, you're going to be ready for those big, big projects. This is really great. And I I love that you mentioned, you know, do you have the, the time? Do you have the, the the financial resources? And then being very realistic about your actual time. I mean, we do have to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very easy to underestimate how much one project or one little thing can take. Like, I've had clients that say, oh, can we do this? It's really quickly. It's really quickly. Yeah, sure. It might seem quick. But there's a lot of things that go be, you know, in the back end, there's a lot of processes that go for that little thing to happen and actually be a little, a little thing. <laughs> yeah, no, there, uh, I think is it, it, and we do to ourselves more so than we do with clients, right? Sometimes we're good at saying no to the clients, but to ourselves when it's like something we really want. It's so hard to say no, right? And say, you know what? It it's not the right time for me. And we forget that we need to sleep, that we have to every now and then, you know, take a longer shower <laughs> or, or go outside <laughs> and see the see, see people. Uh, so I think there is this, you know, you've got to be honest to yourself before you commit to something that you cannot carry through. And you, as my student, you probably heard me saying this a million times, like a plan, a perfect plan is the one that you actually execute on, that you can actually make, right? No matter, like you can make this this amazing vision that, you know, a team of 50 cannot put together. So that's an unrealistic expectation. And all you're doing to yourself is kind of like getting yourself into a bunch of things <laughs> that are not gonna, gonna generate anything, they're not gonna create anything for you. So creating the steps are sometimes more important than just the final vision. I like that. And setting that realistic expectation for ourselves. If we don't, if we don't set realistic expectations, we might just end up feeling defeated and like, Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm not going to do it anymore. It's too much. That's like, when no. overwhelm really sets in, right? It's like yeah. too much, too many things. Everything is due this week. And yeah, yesterday, how do you do it? Right? <laughs> like you just quit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's not really why, why, you know, why we're in this journey of entrepreneurship. We, yeah, we need cool. to uh, acknowledge ourselves and, and be mindful of that in our actual time, <laughs> actual available time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So once we have the idea, um, where should we start in this whole planning process? Yeah. So I love that as well, because obviously, like, I love a good plan. <laughs> but planning is just the steps. It's just kind of this clarity and roadmap to your end goal, how you're going to reach those goals, how you're going to actually launch, right? So I would hate for anybody to get caught up trying to create a perfect plan. And instead, I recommend you really start small, right? 
a few steps with a few due dates that you actually line up and do it. There's so much more important than a 3000 <laughs> task massive plan that you can't even get started, right? So set the realistic goal is works for your planning as well. If you never put a plan in place, definitely start small, start getting into the habit of making those those goals and making those tasks and not just put it getting overwhelmed with like just putting them in a in a in a piece of paper or in a planner. Uh and start with the milestone and start with the most important things. Like when is your freebie needs to be out there so you can start collecting leads, right? And attach to those dates and, and just make it like, don't look further. Don't look for other things. Just commit to that, the next milestone that you have ahead and just focus on that. I think this is really critical to start tackling one thing at a time instead of looking at this massive plan and saying, I'm never going to do this. And I'm yes. also right. a big fan of not starting from scratch because I'm in a template mode. Uh, everything <laughs> in my business runs on templates, at least the first, the very first start. And then you obviously like bring your own to it. So that's why I created a launch plan in a day. I know that planning is not what you guys should be focusing on. So I wanted to create something that is easy and just plug and play and you get moving fast. I love it. And I'm, I'm a firm believer of <laughs> smart goals system. Like I, if you or anybody who's listening has heard one of my podcast episodes where I'm talking about smart goals or smarter goals, I'm all about that because we have so many goals in one year, but we only have 12 months and only four weeks for those months. So we just need to like start small. We, we do have that big picture, but we can't get, we can't jump or leap to that big picture goal. We need to go baby steps. So it's, it's like you said, start small. If your first thing is to collect emails so that you can pre-sell, then what do you need to do for to make that happen? Then you need to create a lead or something to start collecting those emails. And that is your, your first smaller goal. Yeah, you can always add to the plan. Like it doesn't need to be perfect at first, but the hardest part once the plan is created is to actually go in and slash and take tasks out. <laughs> So yeah. I would rather you start small and build up than, you know, just start with something massive and then have to make hard decisions on what you cut. Absolutely. Okay. So there are several ways to launch a new product. Uh, some of this are typically like a webinar or a challenge, which we probably uh, have seen a lot. So what other ways or approaches can we take when it comes to launching or like what are the what are the pros and cons to to that yeah so i always done my own launches in different ways right like always experimenting with different ways and there's so many strategies you can pick from like you can create a video series you can give li little sneak peeks of your what's coming right and kind of drip that content you know week by week you can do a true workshop like not a web our style, but a true workshop that gives the first step on your process on your, on your course and get people to really learn and experience what's learning from you look like, right? You can do email only launches and etc. There's so many ways, like it's only open to your imagination, whatever <laughs> you can come up with. Uh, and the pros and cons really depend on your 
own strengths. So like the best way to launch is the one that you feel super confident and where your people are. Like there's no other way to say the pros and cons, right? If your people don't open emails or don't open your emails, I would say this is a big con <laughs> for email yes. launches, right? So it really depends. The strategy you should pick really like should be based on those two, those two pillars, right? Are you good at this? Like, can you confidently, because selling is not an easy, it doesn't come easy to everybody, right? And most yeah. people are going to struggle with that pitch and like asking people to buy their course. So mm -hmm. you've got to do it in a way, in a format that you feel more confident because if you don't trust your product, you don't trust your course, you don't have that certainty, that, that, that reliability in your voice, very hard to sell anything. <laughs> so if you are not Absolutely. confident, it's not good, you're still practicing being on camera. I would say like being on a webinar and a live webinar is going to be very challenging versus, you know, a more informal way you can pre-record some videos, you can get that face to face, but also like have some control of what's happening of the information. So it's all about your own internal, like your own strengths coupled with where your people really are, because there's nothing more frustrating than just launch to crickets, right? Nobody yeah. is in the platform or like, that's not how people are buying that kind of course or that kind of, you know, offer. So how are you going to do it? Right. Speaking to crickets is not a good idea. So you've got to find, and there are ways to test that, but you if you're starting from zero, again, like I think some of us here might be starting from like, I have no audience and no email, no nothing. Like, and you are caught into that, trying to do everything like, oh, today I'm going to grow my Instagram. Tomorrow I'm going to put together a freebie. Uh, the next day I'm going to try to open a podcast. Like, what am I going to do? Right. Think of which of those strategies or which of those tools or, you know, what are those platforms? Like, what would you be more comfortable selling? right and your people are there and they're participating and they're kind of like responding a little bit to you because focus a hundred percent on growing one platform that you know you can show up like on your most confident self and you're gonna deliver that pitch in the end and people are gonna be primed and you you the easiest one and the best one is the one that is more natural to you Yes, I agree with that. By now you've heard that video is a key tool to help connect, grow and scale your business. If you're unsure of where to start, you'll want to check out video marketing for creators. In this course, you'll learn the technical side of how to produce professional looking videos with minimal gear while learning how to put together a plan and a strategy that will help you share your message and give you the confidence you need to show up on video and press record. Visit focusandbloomstudios.com slash learn video to get started. That's focusandbloomstudios.com slash learn video. Now let's get back to the show. I love that you mentioned that while there are a variety of ways that you can launch like the webinar or a live or, the, or we talked about the, the challenge, um, that doesn't mean that any of those is the perfect one for that particular product. I mean, you could have 
three different launches in three different ways. Uh, because you did say that you, te- you, you, you do your own launches in a variety of ways. So you also have to test what works best with your audience. And you don't know until you try, of course, but, you know, try start by trying and in, in doing that one thing that you feel strongest and more confident. Because then if you take away that, the level of that aspect of feeling confident doing whatever that is, then you're going to, then the next thing that you need to do to make that happen, is going to flow a lot easier, a lot more naturally. And then you won't feel like overwhelmed by everything that you need to do. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to do no matter how you're launching just take that that uncertainty and that weird feeling like, am I looking okay on camera? Like if it's not like I see it. One example is, you know, I would love to do reels, right? Like it's something that people are growing, like that is engaging, that's fun, but it's just not natural. Like it takes me an hour to record a, a 10 second video. It's just not practical, <laughs> <laughs> so until I have a team that is that can help me with all of that, you know, it's just out of the table for me right now, right? So you got to be honest with you, like, where's your biggest return, right? Like, where's your biggest return? Where's where do you make the biggest impact? Faster, because you still have to learn a lot of other things. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. (laughs) There's no one single launch that is exactly at the other, even if it's your own business, like your own product, you have different products. Um, So that's just finding the way, the best way to, that feels more organic and more natural to you. And then that would best put to present your product to your audience. Absolutely. Okay. So, so what if, if you don't have a big email, so you talked about doing, uh, launching on email, but what if you don't have a big email audience or you have a small social media following? What are some, um, like, is it still worth launching? The answer is yes. You know, you learn so much about launching, like when you are launching, you lo- you learn about your offer, you learn about how you present your message, you learn so much, even if you launch to crickets. Like I always say, launching is better than not launching no matter what. But yes. we always forget about the organic ways to launch, right? Someone just starting out should definitely still launch, but should focus on direct, direct messages, personal emails, discovery calls. Those things that we traditionally use for service are still very valuable in the early stages of your course. And another great way that I've used in the past when I didn't have a, you know, I didn't even know what a funnel was, (laughs) didn't have like any knowledge on ads or anything to grow audiences for launches. Another great way is to share some graphics, like create some graphics and share with your network. Maybe some people that you are in a course together, or maybe some people that come on your podcast or, you know, that you're friends with in the industry, create a little buzz, a little campaign that worked so well for me in the past. Literally like people in the same networks that see your offer or your little graphic, like this course is open, you know, multiple times from multiple people are much more likely to to buy or at least, you know, get involved in the launch than someone that is just hearing from you or just seeing your ads or your... So creating this little like, quote unquote, affiliate program, you know what I mean? You don't have (laughs) to have anything fancy, just kind of like ask people to, if they can share, 
at a certain date, at a certain time, if they can put on their stories, it's nothing that people cannot do and would be willing to do. I had several friends that did it for free and like I did for them. And it all creates this nice, engaging, you know, micro campaign that, you know, boosts sales like nothing I've seen out there, especially if you have no list, no social following, like as little as just a few calls can make a difference and can get you better results and bigger launches, to be honest. So yeah. some of those old school techniques of cold calling, they still work. They still work. <laughs> you know, GMs, they still work. Like, anybody that comments on your post, go and have a conversation with them. You don't have yes. to pitch right away, but is a connection is someone that in the future can buy from you. And the thing is that the way that social media now is, you know, People are craving that authenticity um, over something super highly produced. Not that they don't value it, but, you know, especially Instagram more specifically, longer than, like gone are the days of the the perfect grid, <laughs> the beautiful, perfect grid. Yeah. It's really about just raw, real authenticity and in, in pe because people buy from people, people connect with people, not with robots. So exactly. it's, it's being authentic, being real and reaching out to establish those connections and start building those connections. Even if you have a small audience or, or very, or no audience, you know, you're just starting out, but definitely building those, those connections by doing some of these traditional things like cold calling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't like to so think like, I think is a step that you go ahead and you think about scaling and growing before you even make that first sale. Right. And it's so easy when we think about a course launch or a membership launch, like something that is one too many that you actually are going to get many in the first go. Right. And that's a misconception. Like you will have to grow that business and you have to grow those launches the same way that you do with service, the same way that you do with anything else in life, you know, step by step. So don't get caught up in the numbers at first, right? Launching is still valuable. Even if you sell to no one, you know, just have the expectations, right? Like if you don't have any list or, or anything or have never launched anything, it's going to be really hard to make big numbers, but just keep launching. They're going to get, you know, you're going to get there. And the important thing is, and this is one thing that we often as creators, we is often holding us back is, oh, I can't launch because it's perfect. It's not perfect. <laughs> Newsflash, nothing is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is perfect. And we just do our best. And, you know, if it's not quite there, but it still has a lot of value, go for it and launch. Because like you mentioned, you won't learn until you launch, whether that is you're launching to crickets, hopefully not. But you know, whether or not you're still learning about that experience. And no matter how that first launch went, you have that learning base for the next time. And then you have things to compare so that you can make it better. And you have a more successful launch and overall creation experience. Other than thinking that I, I have to launch when this is perfect. What are some common mistakes that you've seen when it comes to launches and, you know, that make launches flop? Yeah. So there are many reasons, obviously, but, you know, in a high level, like launches usually flop when the pieces are not aligned, right? Your offer, like your course, the bonuses, the, the overall promise is not aligned to your message, like to your sales copy, to your sales page, to your overall message, or your audience is not aligned with that offer. Like 
like, you know, sometimes we create offers and we create courses from our own experience and from our own point of view. And sometimes the audience just doesn't want it. Like it's a, it's a, it's a true <laughs> reason why, you know, you can't sell and they don't want this way or they don't want to, you know, based on what you said, that didn't appeal to them. So all those pieces need to be aligned, right? So you can launch successfully. And and this is for every level. Like there are launches. We obviously when we are starting out, we're like, well, how can a hundred thousand dollar launch be a flop? But it exists, right? When you are at that level, if your previous launch was two hundred thousand and you go back and launch and you did a hundred thousand, that launch flopped, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that launch flopped. When you think Not about it. When you scale. didn't grow, you actually, you know, decreased your 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 results. So uh, there is there flopping, you know, can happen at any level. Multi million dollars, like it can happen, and it happens. You just get better at it. Like you just get better at you know, turning it around and making something worth of it. But it's usually because one of those pieces are not aligned or all of them are not aligned. So take some time, like my best advice for for this, because it's kind of a a very broad concept, like, okay, everything needs to be perfect. But (laughs) take some time to test each part as much as possible, right? Before you come into a launch, the more you know about those pieces and how people will respond, the better for when is go time and you're actually selling something and you're carts open. So test your message with blog posts, free training. Honestly, like sometimes we close our eyes to results, like because we don't want to admit that is not there, right? I've had trainings that I posted on social media, posted, like sent to my email. Nobody wanted to talk about it. Like the message, something in that is not connecting with people and is a mistake. Sometimes people think that you're just not reaching enough. So it's easy to blame traffic like or, you know, not as many people are seeing this when in fact it's how you're presenting this offer is the topic itself. It's how it's landing for people that's not converting. So we got to be we got to be very, you know, cautious to not just just say, oh, if I throw ads or when I launch, this is going to work. Yeah, not that, not, <laughs> not always like that. So test your offer, like your course, maybe with a workshop or a challenge, something that gives people like the opportunity to take you on the offer at a smaller, smaller scale. And that goes for someone that is just starting out as well as for people that want to scale and grow and reach a hundred thousand and you know five hundred thousand like that's the same premise you're always testing the new thing before it's go time otherwise like you might just have all those pieces come apart and like you don't know where to start <laughs> exactly like yeah we, you can definitely over get overwhelmed with the process really quickly uh, I love that's like that I think that's a really great way so, so for us to start wrapping up this this conversation there is definitely so much we can talk about launching because there <laughs> There's so many pieces to it, but hopefully for those of you tuning in who are considering a launching a new product in the coming months or considering relaunching or launching on, on something new, anything, I hope you have found some really great tips on today's from today's conversation. Roberta, before we wrap up, can you share what are your top three 
business apps that you use just on your day to day? Yeah, absolutely. So Kajabi and ConvertKit are my bread and butter, you know, is where I host courses, is also where my email list is, uh, funnels, everything go through that, through that. But lately, I've been very focused on sales pages and I love Show It. I know a lot of the, our creatives know of Show It. So I build all my funnels in Show It and I love it. Warm Welcome is a little video widget that you can see on my page. Like a lot of people have been, been asking me me about it. So it's called Warm Welcome. And what it is, is just a little widget you put on and people can actually see a message from you. It makes it very conversational. You know, it makes people warm up to you. And I love Template Tribe as a membership because I always go back, like every time I'm creating something, I need a new template. I'm like, just go in there, grab it, you know, what they have, put my collars on and I'm ready to go. <laughs> so I, I'm all about the speed of things. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, Roberta, thank you so, so very much for joining me on today's podcast episode for the of you who are listening thank you so much for tuning in whether you are watching on youtube or tuning in on your favorite podcast episode so don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review so that you to let us know what else what type of topics you liked for us to bring forth and share with you again Roberta, thank you so much and everybody thank you and don't forget to subscribe again <laughs> and i'll see you on the next episode take care Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusandbloomstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.